Hey, before we get started, wanted to say thanks to a couple sponsors that keep the show on the air. Physical Therapy and Balance Centers. They were created by PTs, especially for PTs in private practice. On average, a private practice who joins the physical network grows more than 40%. So if you're ready to discover how the largest network of PT private practice owners are growing and adapting to industry changes, visit physicalfranchise.com. That's F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L franchise.com. And our friends from MW Therapy, they want to know, hey, have your EMR costs grown out of control? Has your current EMR hit a wall? Or maybe it was invented in 2007 when smartphones weren't even a thing. There's a time for something better at times now. MW Therapy. Take a demo now at mwtherapy.com. That's mwtherapy.com, where switching over your EMR is easy. And our friends at CBDRX for you, your CBD store, get the ABCs of CBD at CBDRX4U.com. That's CBDRX, the number four, the letter U, dot com. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This is the PT Pinecast. Ah, just in time for happy hour. Welcome to PT Pinecast. But we are not too uh, proud to pipe in our own cheering sound effects. I'll be your host, Jimmy McKay. Hey, before we get started, I do want to say thanks to uh, a couple of organizations who help keep the show on the air. And by air, I mean the internet. I don't know why we keep saying the air, but that's how it works. Uh, our friends at CBDRX4U.com. We just did an episode with them. It, every time we do a CBD episode, it, it winds up being one of the most downloaded. And you are obviously curious about that. That's what we want to do episodes about. Uh, so find out the ABCs of CBD on their website, CBDRX4U.com. at CBD rx the number four letter u.com also an emr is to a physical therapist as a hammer is to a carpenter i again i sound like i'm reading a question from the sats remember those comparison questions they come up so often in real life uh you deserved loved using your emr it's time for something better and customizable in your life that's where mw therapy comes in take a demo of their amazing emr at mwtherapy.com that's mwtherapy.com we're switching your emr is easy and one of our brand new sponsors uh jackson therapy partners they provide awesome adventures in patient care for physical therapists who care about where they're going, literally and figuratively, like travel PT. Uh, find them online at jacksontherapy.com. Now, I'm excited because by the end of this episode, I will know more about this thing that lots of people are talking about that I still feel like I'm in the dark about. Tony Maritato is watching uh, the live stream as we do this on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook. Um NFTs. I feel like they popped out of the scene. I don't mid pandemic. Probably a good time to to jump on. I mean, I know they've been a thing for a while, but I feel like they they started to be in the regular vernacular in the last year, year and a half. And I I feel like I got that. I kind of know what it is, but that's almost even worse, right? That's like the that's the valley of 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 knowledge. Like I, I know enough, but that makes me dangerous, right? Because I think I know what I'm talking about, but I don't. Uh, but we got a physical therapist who's going to help explain NFTs. And then I'd like to wrap it up full circle. Where is this going to go in the future? Could somehow NFTs be used in healthcare and physical therapy? I don't know. But we're going to find out. And the only way to do that is to start the show. All right, cue the big intro. Welcome to PT Pinecast. We uh, we have great physical therapy conversations so that busy PTs like you 
can feel connected to your profession. I'm your host, physical therapist, Jimmy McKay. You can find us online at PT Pinecast on all those social things. And the website is ptpinecast.com. Today, uh, I posted this earlier on Twitter, WTF is an NFT. We're going to find out with our guest right here, a physical therapist who's got a passion for financial independence, side passion, using their interest to enter the space of crypto and NFT. Let's uh, let's welcome Matt. Matt, welcome to the program. Thanks, Jimmy. Yes, the cheering. That's the, the real cheering. cheering. Uh, it's just me in my basement, so I've got yeah. to pull up the cheering noises. Uh, Matt, welcome to the program. Uh, what's your superhero backstory? Where are you geographically? And like, you know, tell us about like your PT background before we solve everything everybody well, having a lot of a lot of what we need to know about NFTs. So tell us about you first. Sure, sure. Uh, so I'm an outpatient uh, physical therapist in Virginia. Uh, you and I are the same graduating class. Um, yes. Um, you are doing you are just starting the uh, podcast, I believe, right as you're graduating there, like 2015-ish, right? Correct. Um, yep. So um, I kind of came up same time as you. Pain science was like really big in that. And so I spent about three years in chronic pain. Uh, that was my main patient population. And then sort of bounced around a little bit. And now I treat about 30% chronic pain, 30% dizziness, and 30% ortho uh, per day. So, um, classic outpatient, uh, jive there. I don't know if that's classic outpatient. That seems pretty oh. like, like hit, like hip to use. Yeah. It's nice. Thing. Yeah. It keeps it interesting. And, um, you know, it's not like the same thing over and yeah. over. It's great. Yeah. I remember, I mean, not too long ago when we graduated in 2016, um, a place I did my last clinical rotation, there was a PT who was like, I work in this outpatient ortho clinic three days a week. And I work in an inpatient neural facility two days a week. And people were like, you can't do that. And she was like, I'm literally yeah. doing that. Like you can, if you want to make that a thing. And I think people are getting exposed to that and saying like, you could do that if you'd like to. And why aren't you, if that's what drives you? Exactly. Yeah. Say yes to things and then you'll fall into, you know, whatever pattern that suits you. Reverse engineer the life you want. I mean, I had yeah, someone else go. on for like a discovery call. They were like, how do I do what you do? And I'm like, you shouldn't want to do what I do. You should want to do what you do. Like, what about what I do excites you? Let's figure that out. And they were like, I never thought about going to the end first. And I was like, yeah, no. Otherwise, the end gets decided for you. Like, Correct. go to the end first. Like, do do that one. Agree. Uh, no so argument. Where are you? Uh, where are you geographically now? You're still in Virginia. Where, where in Virginia? Uh, Virginia Beach, right by the uh, coast. So, yeah, no yep. one likes a bragger, Matt. Yeah, yeah. As we're in upstate in. New York, it's a, it's a beautiful day. Beautiful day. We just cracked seventy for like the first time in like the last six months, so we're pretty excited. And where'd you go to PT school? You said you were in Virginia. Oh, uh, Old Dominion. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, so you did things right. You were like, why not go to PT school near a beach? Why not and do that? Stay. Yes. All right. So do you have a drink with you? I'm drinking because it's the end of the day. And what do you got? Yes, I'm a, a Modelo Especial. Nice. Yeah. Very especially. You can be very interesting. You'll be that was the most interesting man in the world. No, that was Doseki. Sorry, mm. I lost my my beer strings. I'm the second most interesting. I uh, I'm gonna come full disclosure. Like this is a local beer to me. This is the Juice Bomb uh, IPA from Sloop Brewing. Stole this pint glass from a local bar. I mean, they know you do it, but I'm just coming clean. I did that. So cheers to you, Matt. Thanks for coming on the show. Yes, sir. Cheers. That's the hardest question we'll ask the entire uh, episode. Uh, the first round brought to you by our friends from Owens Recovery Science. Thanks to Johnny and his team for keeping people up to date with research and certification and information. OwensRecoveryScience.com is their website. Yeah, get certified doing uh, BFR in your clinical practice. Do it right. Learn from people like that. So that's the first one. All right. So I've seen you online 
talking about NFTs, is your Twitter profile, that's an NFT? Correct. Yes, my profile picture. Yes. All right. So my first question, and feel free to, I'm just going to sit here on my fist and listen, <laughs> like I'm on a bar stool. Right. What, where do we begin with NFTs? Like where, just get me close to the ending, but have well, at it because I'm sure you, this is your thing. So walk me through. So I'll try to umbrella this. So the NFT will be, it's the new digital ownership. Uh, oh gosh, the new digital ownership okay. of the internet. Okay. And so you, uh, that's probably the biggest concept to overcome. You now have the possibility to have something that is yours digitally. Uh, prior to this, the thing you could own on the internet was like a domain name, for example. Okay. Uh, you could own a domain name and it would function for you since it's digital and uh, someone has put some code behind it. So when you interact with it, it points to a website, et cetera, et cetera. So um, that's kind of a good idea to sort of start with. Um, the words are non-fungible and token. Token just means the digital data for that one thing. And then non-fungible is the, an enormous word for just saying unique. Um, and I don't know where it started, but you know, I don't know what, why it's called that, but just unique token. Okay. Um, it comes out of the cryptocurrency uh, world in Web 3.0, um, which we could discuss. So we're in Web 2.0 right now, and the new, air quotes, new web uh, will be Web 3.0, which is much more decentralized and ownership based. So, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> let's say, well, let's preface everything with uh, this is May 9th, uh, 2022. And, um, it's not a great day to talk about things related to financial stuff because it's a bit of a mess out there right now. But yeah. anyway, none of this is financial advice. I'm not your mom. Uh, you know, do your own research, all that sort of <laughs> stuff. Um, I think that covers me. Um, so the token part is think of like a cryptocurrency is a one token. It could be a digital dollar if you want. Um, each digital dollar is just like any other digital dollar can be exchanged for digital dollars or digital goods. Um, the NFT is a unique token, so it has unique traits or functions. Uh, that's basically the, the difference. Um, so yeah, I guess. How, how did that do? Did that make you think of something? Yeah. I mean, so, okay. So things in video games, if I want hmm. my avatar to have a different skin, is that similar to an NFT? Well, I guess it wouldn't be because I could buy it and you could buy it, but if there, if there was only one, that would be similar to an NFT? Yeah, that's a great starting point. So there are companies that are developing that where you would actually own uh, the skin, for example. So Let's back up. So I'm going to get this story like pretty right. So give me a break, internet, okay. if you want to comment. But I, I believe that this thing sort of started with uh, Vitalik is who started the Ethereum chain. He, I believe, was big into World of Warcraft and had like level 4,000 and all the uh, coins and swords and hats and whatever you'd get. It's not my thing. I, I never grew up on it. But um, basically, I think he lost his account. And then it was unable to be recovered. He didn't own it. And he'd spent like, you know, a good portion of his life um, 
playing this, quote unquote, earning it, but it wasn't right. his. It was it was the company's. It was still um, so ones and zeros on their servers in their thing. Correct. He didn't own it. Okay. Correct. Yep. So so then okay, what if it was set up differently where you earned that? It was your time, your effort uh, on the platform. You would then own it. So same. So people are happy to spend like some money on a. Uh, like a skin in Fortnite or some sort of Minecraft uh, character. So it's very similar, except instead of owning it or spending money on it, or sorry, instead of spending money on it and having the company own it, then you you would own it. You would keep it in your digital wallet and it would be yours. You could then sell it to someone else or et cetera. So the only way to do that was to create some sort of way or some place that it could be put, like a digital ledger, right? That's, Correct. that's the idea. Correct. Yep. And blockchain was then sort of the, the tech, the cryptography to write code to a block of information. And then the block are basically chronologically strung. Um, so it's a good ledger. It's a good data keeper, which is why it's used in currencies and transactions. It's, it's uh, like a public trading transaction record. Um, so yeah, you could then prove I bought this on this date and here it is and it's mine and no one can sort of take it away from me. I spent hours earning it. Got it. Um, so yeah, that's sort of the the genesis there. So my first interaction with an NFT was about a year and a half ago. And I you know, was on a, a chat, a text chat with thread with, with friends. And my friend sent over a picture of like a moment in a basketball game. Mm -hmm. and I think the NBA was like the first real big, I mean, of the four major sports anyway, they jumped on this. And the four of us on this chat thread were like, uh, I don't get it. Like we were probably having the same conversation. A lot of people were like, so you bought, he's like, well, I own this digital like moment. Like this guy was like jumping and about to like dunk or something. He's like, this is mine and no one else can have this. Right. And I understood it from, I was like, okay, I got it. I got it. I got that. Like you, you could own, I'm like, but why is that valuable? And what can you do with it? So now that we kind of understand what it is, like, all right, like if if we had if somebody has the the NFT of Jordan making that like sideways move and like hitting the three over the Jazz and the guy like crumples like that's an iconic moment, right? Someone can own that the image of that moment. I can see where that would be more valuable than a rant, like you know, four seconds left in a blowout game. I get Correct. that, Correct. but. So is it, I mean, at that, at, at that stage, it's like art. One is more valuable than the other because one has an iconic, is part of history and one's not so much. Right, or attached to emotion or um, a, a, a fanatical group is uh, obsessed with this thing for X, Y, and Z reason. Uh, people that love like cat ears are going to love the one with cat ears on it or, right. you know, that sort of thing. So yeah, it, it's fun. It's a fun um, sort of window or prism into it human behavior and stuff, which is fascinating, right? And then again, like, I don't, I, this is the thing I can't understand. People keep saying these are stupid because they, they're not worth anything. And I'm like, you've heard of art or classic cars, or I just bought a John Deere tractor off of Facebook marketplace. And my buddy who loves tractors, I bought it for function. He's like, that is a classic. You right. can sell that right now for twice as much money. And I was like, but it's a, it cuts grass. And he's like, it doesn't to someone else <laughs> it's worth more, but that's what art right. is or mute, you know, whatever. Um, 
Yeah, the sneakers. I heard you mention like the sneakers. sneakers. You got friends that like, yeah, what do you walk in them? Like, no, it, it's weird. The, the sneakers are meant to walk in and the really best ones you don't walk in them. You know? <laughs> yeah, the cars are meant to drive. And if you right. have a classic car, sometimes it goes. My, my buddy's, my, my friend's dad has a, has a garage. Like I'm in a garage. They call it the garage Mahal. And it is dope. <laughs> and he's got cars in there that they don't drive. It's like, I don't get it. It's like to him, it is a moment in history or it's a thing he spent time restoring. It is a thing that if he eventually wants to sell it, he could find someone else that has more or similar value to and then exchange it. Correct. So I understand that. Okay. Right. So so I can't just take Matt's Twitter icon and copy paste it because that's what a lot of people are saying, right? These right, are the right. people who don't understand it. These are the guys saying, I'm going to take my ball and go home. These kids got to get off my lawn. They're stupid, right? So it's on the blockchain. So I can't just right click and own it. I get that. Right. But now you start to get into people like Gary V attaches access. And this is right. where I'm starting. I'm like, oh, now I can see not just is it like nice and I want to own it. I get that. Now it's function to it. So Gary V started releasing his own NFTs. And with some of them comes access come comes with it access to like, hey, this is X amount of dollars or 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 digital currency. But if you own this one, you can get you can just walk up to any event I'm ever speaking at and you get in for free. And I was like, right. oh damn, that's kind of cool that you can attach um access or um you know uh, uh, perceived value or, or added value to. So yes. now we start to go down a different rabbit hole. Yeah, so that should get everyone's wheels turning right there. So one, digital ownership, whoever bought that owns it. So yes, you could take a screenshot of it, but it isn't going to get you in the event. You don't have, uh, right, you don't have the access to the rights of what mm -hmm. that thing has. Now right. I start to see, oh, this thing could be deep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, and there's code written. So you would use a uh, Web3, usually Ethereum, I guess, or Solana or wh whatever Gary's using. And you would connect your wallet and it would prove that you have that item and that would get you in. So that's, that's the magic. It's not like, Oh, look at my QR code that I, you know, uh, screenshotted. Right. Right. So it's sort of done in the background. And so everyone should sort of look at that, like, Oh, what can someone else owning part of my project do now? It, there's some great use cases, um, that, you know, I've, I've sort of, thought of three really interesting use cases. Um, and a lot of them are community-based. Like this is a large, uh, NFTs are very community focused. So Gary, Gary V's community, they're gonna come to VCon and uh, like you said, access backstage or some sort of item there. And the more valuable Gary gets, the more value he provides his people, his customers, his yep. In our world, we'd say patients, clients, whatever. The more valuable he, uh, more value he provides, the more valuable that ticket gets. And so you're invested in him getting more valuable. So you don't, you are now a big fan. Talk about people being fans of yours. If they have ownership in your thing, I mean, that's the biggest fan you have. It's going you know? public. It's it is. It's an ICO, an uh, initial coin offering, basically for your own no. self. Um, I mean, I drank cores in college cause I had stock in it. Like, okay. You know, just for fun, you know, helping, helping the stock portfolio out and drink cores. Like it, it made no difference, but it was just something that I did for fun. Uh, right. so it, yeah, it, it, you cannot create a bigger fan. You know, we, we try to say that for like engagement after a discharge is the patient going to come back. If they have ownership in your clinic in some way, 
or in your project or in your um, chronic pain community. I, I mean, the, the options are endless and we can you can brainstorm it and you'll run into some snags because to be honest, I don't know all the background coding and, uh, yeah, yeah. and all that stuff, but the ideas are unlimited. I mean, Tony chiming in live, I would love to see patients buy a piece of a therapy clinic via NFT. I mean, like now we start to get into, I can see where something's valuable like art and the less, uh, the more rare it is, the more valuable or right. I mean, you want to, you, you, if you're an artist and you want things to become valuable of yours, uh, unfortunately, most of the time it's after the artist passes away. Why? They can't make any more. Right. It is, it is valuable. But now what Tony and what you're saying here at this moment is it's almost like, um, it's not a GoFundMe. What is a Kickstarter? It's like, it's, it, but it's, it, you can do the Kickstarter while it's already started. It's like now they own a piece and they can get access they can get add-ons they can get extras that and here's the thing that other people can't that adds to the value as well right 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 yeah think uh angel investing or right. uh that sort of thing yeah kickstarter patreon and some of these ideas like exist in quote-unquote web 2 um but there's no ownership there um hold on a second why i don't walk me through why isn't there ownership what is two and three? I don't understand. The so difference. web 2.0 would be, you know, uh, YouTube, uh, you know, we're providing okay. content. You're providing excellent content on YouTube, which of course makes YouTube better, right? Okay. We're all here doing the thing. If no one was here, YouTube wouldn't care Got it. Uh, or wouldn't exist. And it's same with Instagram. Everyone's putting out this wonderful com content, PTs especially, because we're movement people. So of course the platform that showed pictures we're gonna like dominate on. So, but now Instagram is more valuable because there's really awesome stuff on there. But you so don't get a piece of that. That's web too. Yeah, you don't get a piece of that. You have to like sell a course or Got it. have a whatever, right? So you, you then you do advertising on top of it. Web 3.0 rings a little bit like, you remember back in the day where you would like pay a dollar a minute for internet at like an internet cafe yeah, or something like that. Or um, so it's a little bit like that. Like you kind of would pay for the experience directly. So Patreon has a little bit of that ring to it, but I'm just paying because I love the content creator and it's like philanthropic and maybe I get a little access to them backstage or something, right. but it's not an ownership thing. So I think, you know, maybe it's a web 2.5 where we are now, but web 3.0 in theory is full ownership of my content, people that are bought into my stuff, it's on me to get them to buy in. And then I would provide them value very much like a, like a business, I guess. I mean, I tell, I work with individuals and I work with large organizations in this profession. And I tell, I, I use my hands a lot and I'm like the distance between you and the people you want to interact with, like it can't get closer. Like it's, it's there. The only difference is it, 10 years ago, not even 10 years ago. Yeah, about 10 years ago. you had to, If you lived in Scranton, Pennsylvania, you had to come to Jimmy McKay if you wanted to talk to people who liked rock music in Scranton. You don't have that to do that now. Right. You could have started a YouTube channel. And I tell people the distance now is only dictated by how good the information, how regularly, like your hustle, how much you care, if there's an audience for it. Mm -hmm. And... Um, still people will look at this thing in our pocket and this isn't even the thing, but this is the thing that gets us to the thing. And they'll go, I don't know. Like, can't we just buy it? Can we just buy advertising on a podcast that already exists? Yes, 
I would always say, yes, and yes, right. and you need to be creating because when this version, the thing you're talking about now in three rolls around, the person who's doing it is going to whoop you. And if that's your competition, you're in trouble. Right. I think it, it really, it's the creator, you know, the word creator economy yeah. exists already. This is what they really meant, I think like the actual creator economy uh, that where artists and people who are doers are going to be really rewarded, you know, times 10. Um, I, I believe, you know, what, what the heck, you know, it's so new, but yeah, I think it's that direction. I, um, this guy's, I mean, like this is brilliant, right? I have no idea who this is. He's like, I got a Snapchat account with over 150,000 watchers. He's selling promotion for Twitter, discord, hit me up. Like this guy's probably just flying by on YouTube and he's got, he's copying, pasting this. Love it. But like, I tell people, <laughs> people ask what I do and my day job. And I work for Mount Sinai Hospital. I work with the uh, APTA's orthopedics in helping them create content. But if you really wanted to get down to it, I day trade an attention. Correct. Right. If if NFTs are a digital currency, right? That's a, that's like a hard thing. I don't I don't have a heart like a like a like a product. But I'm on YouTube. I'm on Twitter. I'm helping them get to those places because what you're really wanting is the thing that has to have scarcity and i don't care how rich matt or jimmy is we only have 168 hours in a week thereby time yes. is the is going to be the ultimate currency right in the in the future yes fully no yeah no argument i didn't um, think we were going to get this deep on a pt podcast ever. Yeah, let's do it yeah 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 but so now all right so now let's talk about what tony was just talking about Oh yeah, we can expand on that. So how can, now how can we go full circle? Unless is there more? I mean, I'm sure there's a ton more, but like how much deeper do people need to go in understanding NFTs before? Because for me, the end of the rainbow is how do we draw this back to PTs or healthcare? Even if you don't have the answer, we can say it could be, it could be, it could be. That's we the have, fun. Yeah, tons of could be's. And I, I've been thinking about the clinic idea. Um, yeah, so every patient, let's say you have a patient that comes twice. What about the patient that's come 30 times? Do they own a little bit more? Uh, do they earn, uh, you know, your PT coin? It's not tradable. Do you don't want to get the government involved with like all this stuff or whatever? Well, but thing, you, right? This is non-government. They can't regulate it. You are, they'll try. They'll, they'll, they'll figure it out. <laughs> they're not doing well. Yeah. So they'll, uh, <laughs> so the person that comes twice versus the person that comes 30 times, maybe the person who, who's come 30 times, they're a little more invested. Um, maybe you say like 20, uh, you know, this is a little bit of like profit sharing, but I guess you could make it that like 25% of my profits go to my patients. And if you buy into this program, uh, you know, I don't know, or maybe the a session, a 10 session package, because I know some clinics work that way, could be an NFT. That NFT, if you hold it, would allow you access to, a, you know, um, what do you want to say, concierge chat, that sort of yeah. thing, um, where you could triage their, uh, their problems. I, I'm not sure what your patient population would value, this, right? This so, goes, some, I was going to say, this goes back to simple stuff, which is what do they value? Correct. You need to, solve. right. And if you, provide whatever, even if it's something silly, like uh, whatever, whatever the person likes them, you really don't know unless you ask, I guess. But if you treat a lot of necks, maybe their favorite thing was that neck massage that just like got them in the door. And they're like, yeah, you want that again? Just like stay. I mean, I don't, I don't know. You, you ask your people what they like and you'll find out because in the wet, uh, digital economy like this, people will sell your stuff if they don't want it and the value will go down. Like they, 
let's say you had an NFT to your clinic and people didn't want to hold it, they would just dump it. And the, when a bunch of people sell, your value goes down, you're getting direct market feedback. Kind of like, uh, you know, Greg Todd talks about that. The market will tell you, Mr. Market will come knocking and he will say, this Matt's PT clinic is worth uh, 25% of it, uh, what it was the other day. Why? Because he's slacking or whatever. You know? yeah. yeah. I mean, I tell that all the time. I talk about this all the time. What does, I mean, guests are important to my podcast. Like for me, it's like Jimmy, then the guest, but it's got to be, it's got to be Jimmy again, then the the other, but it's got to be the audience and the audience will decide. People ask me all the time. Well, I'm sure your radio background helped you launch a podcast. I go, yeah, kind of. It made me comfortable to talk on a microphone. Right. But if people weren't listening, then I wouldn't have downloads and then no one would, you know, it would just be me in my basement talking to people, which honestly, like for me would probably be enough. But the fact that there's this other thing connects people, shares insight, and that now it has value. So it's almost like golden ticketing. And this is where I'm telling people, this is where we we talked before I hit broadcast. Um, We're at that moment where horses to cars or candles to light bulbs or what the hell was what the hell was there before the internet? Encyclopedias to the internet. And people were like, this is a fad. And that's the thing is most times people are right because there are a lot of fads. I don't think this is, I don't think this is one of them. It's going to change. It's going to morph. But don't be that guy guy saying this is dumb when you don't understand it yet. Correct. So the version we have today, May 9, won't be the May 9 of 2023, right? So that's fine. So... There's, that's the caveat, right? So if you bought into all the internet companies in 1995, that wouldn't have gone well, but the internet's still here times 10 in a way that we don't even under, couldn't have understand. So like there's some things that are valuable and that's kind of where we are. You just want to be curious. So this is a major part of the uh, sort of world sector where it's either earning or learning. You're going to do it. You could earn good job or you're learning. Like I've done a lot of learning, more learning than earning in this space. And it'll continue because it's quote unquote so new. Um, And you're right. You can't discount it. Just like the same thing with the the electric car, right? Oh, I can't drive uh, all the way across country because I don't know where all the the, uh, charging stations are. And they all take like two hours or whatever. Like, yeah, like today. It'll get there. You know? Yeah. Or are you going to build a company that, you know, has charging stations that go quicker or has entertainment during the charging center. Like the solution's coming. I I don't know what it'll be. I was explaining to a friend because they, they put like a, you know, supercharging station or whatever um, at this, you know, really nice restaurant, 15, 20 minutes from where I live. Teo, they put it at uh, Cosmos in Newburgh because Teo's in the background. I mean, he probably knows that one. And they were like, why are they doing that? And I'm like, well, um, if you're a restaurant owner, number one, parking spots are a premium especially in this area because it's it's drivable only. No one's walking to this restaurant. They are they are telegraphing the types of people because they know how much Teslas are and they were willing to give up like five parking spots because what are you doing? Now, you can watch a movie on your Tesla while it's charging. No, you could also do, you can get some gnocchi. And they were saying like, that's a smart move on our part because these things are going to be full. And while you're doing that, oh, why not? You know, if you drove off, it's really near, it's close to the interstate. So if you're driving through and you're like, oh, here's where's the closest one. It's at this restaurant. You know, it's 630. So that's people thinking about 
the you know where, where Gretzky said right, skate to where the puck is gonna Correct. be, not to yeah, where they're it placing. Is. Yeah, placing their bets on tomorrow or whatever sort of like motivational thing. I I think it'll play out and it'll be different. Will they keep that charging station there in ten years? It'll look different, but like it'll okay, look different. So what? You know, like uh, you can't do that. Um, uh, I forget the name of the fallacy where whatever you did yesterday shouldn't ruin today. But you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Hot, uh, hot hand fallacy. Uh, That's in sports. Oh heck. I don't know. I'm full of fallacies. That's my skill set. So um, we got to do an episode on those. I said that before um, because there's like what 21 or 28 like logical fallacies, and yeah. like I'm committed to all of them without. Oh them. yeah, yeah, knowing. Yeah, <laughs> right. All right. Well, let me ask you this. I want a good use case, right? Okay, so, so let let's do a good use case. So yeah. that's. Uh, well, I'll do simple first. So, okay. uh, Crypto Mori's is the profile picture collection that i'm in so it's so you purpose. own that. i own it i own three of them so someone uh, made that and then yep. you bought that yep so the french artist iwan uh created the generative art piece mine are unique they're not one of ones they have traits that other nfts have so there are other nfts in the collection that have the same hat for example or the same gold chain but it is unique. Uh, I own it. And so I have access to the things of the community. Like what? So exactly. So to be honest, it's so early that most NFT collections haven't figured it out. We don't, they don't know what the community wants. So the community asks like, Oh, what's the utility? And they're trying different things. Um, there are been ones that have been successful. There have been copycats that like for some reason don't work, even though they're doing the same thing. It's, it's uh, very much like wild, wild west for um, opportunity and failure. Yeah. Um, so the one of the most recent things for the Crypto Mori's was they partnered with Impact Suite, which creates an app and has online mental health therapy and coaching if you wanted uh, like performance coaching to like you know be a better version, go from zero to ten as opposed to like get up to zero. So. Um, if you're a holder, you can connect in the Discord, which is uh, like a gamer chat platform. If you have gamers in your house, you know what it is. Um, and then you can get access to use the services. So um, I, my wife, my daughter, whatever, if we wanted to improve our performance or need mental health coaching, we have that access. So that wasn't what it started as, but over time, like things develop and people need different things. So, so the audience, like the, 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 the people who were building the community listened, the audience said something enough that they said the juice is worth a squeeze to make a connection between these two things, brought it to the community and then hold. Then the community said, we are happy with this. Correct. And so the, the, the idea is memento mori, right? So remember you will die very like stoic kind of idea, which I'm into and then the other mantra is uh, mores are kind. So like, you're just nice to other people. So th those two things sort of fit this like mental health. Everyone's having that, that sort of issue. That's like the issue of the decade, I suppose. Um, so I think that's where the response came from. Now, if you don't care and you just like the art, like you can do that too. Uh, right. If you don't care and you just think that that will make the price go up, okay. Um, there's plenty of reasons to be like in or out. Um, so how about this yeah. future? residual income if you own something first if you want an nft first and you sell it and sell it and sell it and you were the first does that somehow affect you or is ownership completely sold how does that work so that would be creator you're talking about creator royalties there so right. you can 
if I knew, you know, they would say like, hey, every time it's sold, the prior owner would get a percentage. Um, that would be kind of interesting. I haven't seen that, but creator royalties exist. So most you'll see are one, you buy it straight up uh, to mint it. And that's the, the term minting means created onto, it gets written, it, gets, it didn't exist and it gets coded to the blockchain. When you buy it again, there's secondary through a secondary sales marketplace. Like OpenSea is a secondary sales marketplace. Think like eBay or whatever for NFTs. Um, when that sale happens, the original creator gets 5%, 2%, 7%, whatever so you they did, set it You up. did work a year ago, and now you're getting 5% of that work that you didn't have to do from now until then again. Correct. So make once, sell twice, right? That, that classic model. Um, and so if you have a very popular project, yeah, so you can sell out. Let's say, so let me just give an example. Like you could sell out like a 5,000 unit. Uh, I don't do public math. I got that from uh, my first million podcast. They always say, I don't do public math. <laughs> but let's say you sell out 5,000 uh, units uh, at uh, one ETH a piece, which would be ridiculous, but whatever for, for math. So you make 5,000 ETH. Um, then every time it sells, you get you know 10% of that. So 0.1 over and again. And if it's really hot, people are buying like three or four a minute, you know. Um, yeah, adds up quick. I don't do it, public math or private it, math. Just yeah, there we go. Yeah, no private <laughs> private math. Give me a moment. I'll be, you know turn the screen <laughs> black um, and I'll come back. Um, but so th that's the idea. So that's how lucrative it is, and that's how these things keep going. So if you look at a project, if you were to vet a project, this is semi off topic. If there's no volume, they're not getting. They may have had a big chunk up front, you know, good for them. But has that been spent? You can't continue to do these very outlandish things um, because in theory, your new holder, let's say that someone just bought in, right? your new holder paid you know, uh, 500 bucks for the thing and you only got whatever the public math is on that 50. So you yeah. have to give them $500 worth of value for $50, right? So as it keeps going, you need volume as the creator, right? So let's say what your PT clinic Volume is your buddy for, for that, to keep that going. All right. So exactly. how about a use case here? I talked about this on an episode not long ago. Uh, I talked about it on Twitter. Uh, I threw an event five, six years ago at CSM. Yes. <clears throat> Want to do another one. And we're doing another one. We had a meeting about an hour and a half ago. Things are going well. I don't want to do public project planning yet, but we will. <laughs> because we're listening to the audience too. So now we're going we're gonna to sell out um a location it's a cool location i will just say it now it is a dope location that we've at least are close to securing during csm with the goal to earn money for a local charity in san diego in 2023 in february nfts are digital tickets so i could how would i go like walk me through briefly like all right so jimmy's in his basement in new york but he wants to sell tickets to an event in san diego and he's, I'm just going to mint, I just figured that word out, I'm going to mint a thousand or whatever we do. And then at the door, you've got to prove it somehow that you've got it, but maybe people it might, might exchange hands because I was going to go to CSM, but now I can't, I got this thing and I want to sell it. So, can, I mean, it sounds like I can, I could make and never print a ticket, but I could sell tickets to my event and those tickets are NFTs. Correct. And if it's a major 
uh, party. It could become a collector thing or or not. Um, it because could also. Could say, I'm going to do this at every CSM. Right. And if you buy it, oh man, now we get now I should charge more. So oh, yeah, so you can oh. charge more, but hey, guess what? Like that means that now you're in a raffle, and the winner, the top ten winners of this raffle, get a ten minute uh, passion speech at the event. I don't know, whatever. I'm just making something up like that. Like yeah, you can no, provide no. whatever value you want to your people. They own, it's not they own you, but they own a piece of your idea. So they're your biggest. And that's fans. okay. That because for my event, my my purpose, I want more people to own a piece of this because I Correct. want the community to do one thing: show up. Yes, they're going to show up because they paid, and now they're also invested because they paid. Uh, they're invested in telling someone else because they paid and they own it. It's now their project. They own one one thousandth of this thing. This is their, you know, you in, in, I think the word fractionalized is correct, right? So you fractionalize this one event into, uh, you know, micro ownership. And so, you know, if you own something, you're going to tell your friends, man, hey, that's my thing, man. They're going to go to this party. Like they're going to tell their friends. So it's a, um, it's almost endless the things you could provide them, but you want them to be real. It's not like, do they want the free uh, PT mug? Like if that's what they want, like, okay, that's cool. That's easy. You know, right. um, but you, you know, it can't, you'll get people who are upset, like, Oh, I paid for this. And like, it just was a ticket and it's not what I wanted, you know? So um, this is some of it has to be upfront, you know? So some of it's gotta be upfront and some of it you want. So you really are building a community around this correct it's very community like, based yep and that's where like doing a thing every year at csm and selling an nft for it could be exactly what we're looking for because that's the idea correct yeah and so vcon works that same way i, th I believe like you said it's like the for the next three years of vcon you can go for the gary v v friends version one um now you would like practically you'd need to find a solidity dev so a solidity, a solidity developer it's very similar to React coding, but Solidity is what is used. Uh, and those people are very busy doing these like million dollar projects, you know, <laughs> I don't know. But um, actually creating the thing, that's what you mean? Like, so there's code online and in, um, I guess like GitHub and other coding websites that are open source, but to make the code robust so that no one would hack it or um, that it would do what you want it to do that's unique to your project, you would need to hire, you know, some nerd. No offense, nerds. Yeah, yeah, nerds are amazing. That's so like that's with that yeah. skill set, right? So um, and they would they would then code it so that it would work. Cause it we've all interacted with new tech that doesn't work and is clunky and like right. you know, it, yeah. It takes the fun out of it because you're like, you're supposed to do this thing. My expectation did not in fact. Right. Right. So, I mean, there's some practical things about, okay, then that means that these, it would probably have to be a subset of your audience, to be honest. A lot of people want to go to a party and just pay 50 bucks to the charity and that's just easy Venmo or whatever. Right. Um, but there would be a subset of the audience that's sort of like on. Yeah. End, yeah. You know that. So, so yeah. So uh, going back between not using an NFT and using an NFT, the answer probably here anyway, where we are sitting now at May 9th would be, um, sell tickets the traditional way and the NFT, and then see what the see what the audience actually values. Correct. See how we can interact with it in the future and how right. long. And there, there yours, there's your um, not test subjects, but your focus group and everything else. Um, and the people that are sort of like into that, they'll they'll 
they'll drive the bus. You know? it, it really puts uh, it really puts energy behind the term bought in. Like I'm bought Correct. in. Like you're Correct. literally bought in. You bought in. They are in. Yes. All um, right. So we've got to figure out how to do that. So that I mean, it sounds great, and one, it's at minimum like something fun, you know. Yeah. Again, learning or earning, like a hundred percent, you will learn. Like if you earn, awesome. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Tony. Tony put up on the screen NFT for a top tier experience at your event, and 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 this is just an old application to new technology, right? I mean, I used to do this all the time. I used to give away tickets to a Lincoln Park concert. And in the last five days leading up to the concert, we would give away fifth row tickets, fourth row tickets, third row tickets up to front row. And then somebody that won a ticket was going to go backstage and hang with the band. Like so, you're selling access. And I remember the, you know, towards the end of my radio career, you know, Napster was already a thing. And, you know, people were starting, Spotify was starting to come on and people were like, and I remember everybody at the radio station, all the guys who were like, this is going to fade out. I was like, I don't know, man. Like this feels like if you don't adapt, we're going to die. Keep in mind, a lot of those people I worked with are no longer in communications at all because right. they, they, they refused to uh, adapt. I left because I was like, I don't know what's going on here. And I just, you know, in my life, I just left. But we sold that. My, 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 one of my former bosses is like, anybody can play, go online and listen to Foo Fighters right now. Why are they listening to us? We add a little bit of personality, a little bit of life, a little bit of, you know, companionship. And he's like, we have access right now still this um, this is one more continuation of yeah i can go to spotify and listen to anything i want so radio stations don't have any power there but radio stations used to have local access it looks like now the foo fighters have access to who has access they don't need to go to the radio station anymore right yes and so that yeah yeah they can even create nfts of their songs and that doesn't even have to be unique um wow. yeah so let, let's do uh so there's other sorts of um i did want to uh, talk on a couple of things. So one yeah. is there's other, other sort of NFT. So you can have one NFT that multiple people can own that okay. exists. Um, so, so you and I could split an NFT. Is that what you mean? Like we correct. Both a wonder, a wonderful, um, a wonderful like use case or example of this was a uh, constitution DAO. Um, so DAO is just organization basically. They gathered 17,000 people who put in money to buy one of the 10 copies of the constitution. What? Um, yeah. So they, they said, Hey, it was up for sale. I don't, I don't know that this stuff happens. There's like 10 copies of it or something. And the, the, uh, I don't know if they rotate anyway, the internet will tell us in the comments. What right. Happens <laughs> um, so uh, they got outbid by Ken Griffin, the billionaire Ken Griffin. They got outbid by like half a million dollars or something, but this group, was created web three. They all put in ETH, uh, Ethereum, and they promised said you will be one seventeen thousandth owner of uh, the constitution. Okay. Um, and so it would have been one constitution token representative of the actual constitution. They would have like put it in a vault or something. And then you could, you know, you could sell your portion if you wanted to, or just hold it. Cause that's really neat. Um, anyway, so that's a really fun example of one token that multiple people could own. Um, and you can all, like your, your ticket to, um, the party would be a hundred unique tokens, but they're all the same. They're all, 
they're all like a ticket to the to the show kind of thing. Got it. Um, I mean, you could introduce something called rarity. So like maybe someone luckily gets the magic wand that lets them do something. You know, um, it, some of it is we're applying web two ideas to web three. So web two right. ideas would be so the the original internet web one was basically like oh put the newspaper online like read only internet right so there was no interacting no social it was just you could instead of reading it on paper read it online like neat baby step we didn't know what to do yet right so just like oh just use the new tech so maybe you know we're a little bit in that like what do you do with the nft oh make it a ticket you know um so th there's a little bit of a mix there um there is for the, since we're physical therapists mostly and uh, rehab pros and students, there is a company uh, or a Web3 company starting called Meta Health. Meta, where they, uh, the E is a three because Web3. Um, and so I met this physician through a Cool Man's Universe project. Um, and he and a few others are working on making a Web3 wallet for your health information. So at current, you don't know where your information is. You'd have to like keep an email or give a printout. Like right. patients have like, you know, pages of printouts or like you're lucky if your EMR has half the stuff. So they're looking to make, okay, let's make a wallet. It, uh, blockchain is extremely good at like tracking info and dates and like, did it happen to you? And it's yours or whatever attached to this wallet. So you could have like, you know, your, your colonoscopy and your vaccine records and your you know, last checkup and do you take opiates and et cetera, et cetera. And then it would be attached to your wallet, which would be attached to you. And then you would walk into the PT clinic or wherever, sign in through uh, the blockchain and then bloop, there it all is. Um, pretty awesome idea. Then when you leave, aha, for the, uh, the um, sort of privacy people, when you leave, you disconnect. And then now, it's yours. You take it with you. Uh, the hospital doesn't keep it. They don't sell it to pharmaceuticals or, you know, do, do whatever, you know, all the, all the data stuff. They, it's yours. It's your, again, that digital ownership. Now that means you're now responsible. Don't lose it. Right. Right. But that's a little bit where we are. Like you want that responsibility of owning it. And um, so they're, they're, again, that's a, you need, Teslas and charging stations, right? Like, cool, I made this wallet. Well, no one takes it. You know, this sort right, of like right. early stage stuff. But it's pretty exciting to like think outside the box. Um, they'll also they're also creating a community that's just getting started, super small, called Healthies NFT. Um, and the idea is a um, community based where the community moderators. So, in other words, the owners and the people that moderate. Like think of uh, like Facebook groups have like people right, that kind of moderate, right? Mod, mod the thing. No, moderators could be like nurses or maybe even like PT or a nutritionist or whatever. So you actually have a community that is bought in and everyone gets to not just ask Siri or Google these questions, like you have actual healthcare providers. Access. Yeah. And so whether it's like you want to call that concierge or whether you want to call that triage, um, those people would then value that. And it's, again, it's not for everybody. It's for the either people that like want to be new edge or whatever the new edge. I sound 42 and a half. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yes. Yeah, so, and a half. Yeah. <laughs> new edge, man. All right. <laughs> the new edge crowd. 
my daughter's going to kill me. So, so I feel like we, I feel like history repeats itself. There are people just thumbing their nose at this and saying this is dumb, but really what they're saying is I don't get it. And I don't like not understanding something. So then I just say it's stupid. That's why I call people nerds, like nerds. I don't Nerd, get it. What do you know? And then like six years later, it's like, we're all using it. Right. Right. I think half of the world is like still doing that. And the other half is like, or well, I don't know the math on this because I don't do public math either. But it's like a percentage is going like, this is going to be a thing. And then the, there's the me going, this is going to be a thing. I don't know what it is. I'm just going to sit here and watch it though. But I'm not, I'm not going to like tell it to go, you know, you know, kick rocks, but I'm going to just keep looking at it. There's, right. it's going to be a thing. I mean, as soon as someone like related to like a skin in a video game, which by the way, there's a great how I built this episode about two founders. I forget what game they were creating. And it was like based on, maybe it was Fortnite. I can't remember, but like, they were like, people wouldn't pay for like a sword or a cool looking skin. And they were like, oh, you don't know the audience. They would a hundred freaking percent pay right. for something cool. I mean, I'm wearing clothes. Like Matt is wearing a shirt and Jimmy's wearing a shirt. My shirt costs $3 and yours costs six. Like, but they're both shirts. Right. Well, there's some different materials, but also like, you know, get, get a, um, uh, I made the supine uh, one. What is the Supreme shirt? Like, why is that t-shirt? It costs the same as this one to, right. to so make, but that one's got cachet to it. So you can right. charge 300 bucks for it. We understand that part of, portion of it. But right. when you make it digital, people are like, this is dumb. Yeah. I don't get how it's more valuable or not. Like, well, yeah. So the, the term perceived value Huge. is like a double. It's the same word. Like all value is perceived. Value is there perceived. is no, yeah. It's like saying like, you know, uh, whatever pin number. Right. So it's like you double up. <laughs> so, yeah. Perceived value. Of course it has perceived value. Um, and so like, yeah, it's undefined and it's defined in the moment. Like the Mr. Market comment. Yeah, you. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Tony was Tony who was commenting before we're doing an episode Wednesday and I'm going to bring up one project because I like pitch ideas to Tony because he will tell me if I'm stupid or not. And one of them is there's this company called Bain and company and they uh, created a, um, uh, a pyramid. There's 30 values in a pyramid and it's kind of structured like Maslow's hierarchies of need. Hmm. And, and they're like, here's the pitch people um, value a product or a service based on two things. One is price. And most organizations, PTs and healthcare included, will compete on price or they'll change price or we'll talk about price. We like to bitch about in-network or out-of-network or covered or reimbursement, right? We're still talking about money and an exchange of like a currency, digital currency. And Bain & Company was like, that's cool, but there are 30 elements that actually go into this, your heart and this, your brain that is not money related. And they are like simplification. Um, does it reduce anxiety? Does it mm. make you like badge value? Like all these different things. And it's like NFTs can do pretty much all of those. That was, that was what I was looking at is this pyramid that they have an NFT could do, if not now soon, all of almost all of them. Right. Right. Yeah. It's a representation. Which it's a representation of something. Neat. Yeah. And if you jive with that, then get in on it. If not, then like, let it pass by, calm down. Right. I mean, it's the same uh, stocks, right? Like I don't actually own Apple, but if I own Apple stocks, like I do. And people, people without even question now are like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, well, then why doesn't oh, being one seventeenth, one seventeen thousandth owner of the constitution, <laughs> why doesn't that make sense? What am I going to do with it? Uh, yeah. Are you driving to Cupertino, California and like, you're going to knock on the door to Apple and be like, I'm an, I'm a stockholder. No, you're not. Right. 
Yeah, and some of it is, so a good, a good example of like, what's the, I mean, it's as complicated as this. So like, let's say you know nothing about cars, like nothing, you just know that they exist, I guess. And you see my neighbor across the street sold this, uh, sold his car for $100,000. This guy, the other guy down the street is selling his car for $3,000. I'm going to go buy that $3,000 car and flip it. Right. And I'm going to make a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars. It's going to be amazing. Well, yeah. that the guy, the one down the street is red. Also the one right. down the street is, uh, has four tires also. Oh, the yeah, one down else. the street is get has gas also. Oh, it's got a oh, dude. I am. Oh man. I'm telling all my friends we're going out to lunch on me. And like, no man, the one is a Fiero down the street. <laughs> Everybody knows Fieros. They yep. look like, they look like sharp and like needly pointy. Like, man, that probably goes fast. And the other one is a Ferrari. They sound like super uh, similar. They both look sporty and one's hundred K. And that's a little bit of what, like, oh, why is that one more? Like, I don't know. Answer the Ferrari, Ferrari thing. Yeah. Like a, a Fiero, Ferrari. I don't, I mean. We don't even question that example though. Right. And I think people are questioning this, but they will not be questioning it. And if you, our grandkids watching this on YouTube or whatever right. this turns into are going to be like, you guys are so right. off, but you had it kind of right. Like, yeah, we're not thumbing our noses at this, but it's right. going to become what it's going to become based on how people look at it and perceive it. Right. And it, and it can change and, it, and we can be off by a little bit, but I think what there's the general idea is, yeah, maybe overvalue undervalue is argued about, but there's something there right. um, that's worth looking into. Um, so there's, there's another company that is trying to sort of align incentives. And I think the NFT world, web three world, whatever you want to say, is very good at aligning incentives um, and PTs and healthcare in general. We feel like that's like one of our, our big problems, right? Like, do I want to make money or help people help people? And are those things like doing this or are they doing that? Um, for the podcast people, I just made my hands go opposite directions and say same direction. <laughs> um, so the idea of aligning incentives, like, Oh, could you make money? Could someone pay you to exercise? Right. We always kind of like have that idea in, uh, that's not new. You know, we've been thinking about that forever. Um, there is a, uh, collection called Step In, so Step with just an N after it. Uh, Step In Official, I think, on Twitter. And um, basically, you buy an NFT shoe, and that shoe has certain properties. And if you like walk for ten minutes, you get like twenty bucks worth of Solana. I think it's on the Solana chain. Cool, but I want to exercise for an hour and get paid more. Okay, well, you could keep exercising that ten minutes, save up your uh, soul and trade it for a nicer shoe on the, you know, an, or buy another NFT shoe and you sort of can collect and then you can, uh, so your shoes earn, sort of run out earning it. Yeah. You earn it and you, yeah, exactly. So you're going to go walk 10 minutes a day to get a better shoe that lets you earn walking 30 minutes a day, but getting paid the whole time. But how do you do that? You, you, you also pay into the system to like, play the game, but it's like all healthy behavior. And like, what if you said like, Hey honey, I'm going to go run 30 minutes and make 20 bucks. Like all the guilt of like leaving your family at dinner time, yeah. like, ah, oh, go make 20 bucks. Yeah, no problem. See you later. Bye. And everyone gets healthy and you get paid. So I think that there's options there too, that should, should just get the wheels turning. Like, yeah. can you make, can you make the things you do align 
on multiple incentives that are not just like do it because it's good for you. You know, well, I mean, people have been doing that for 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 years, right? Look at McDonald's does the Monopoly game, right? We sure. want you to win something. To win something, you have to come and play. And you have to buy something, but you don't actually have to buy something. You can also write a letter to McDonald's to get a free piece because otherwise it's a raffle, right? That's like the whole. That's the whole yeah, so thing. you have to get out of like the SEC or something that somebody yeah. will come get you. Yeah. That's the rule, like because right. that was the deal. And I've watched that documentary. It was like, yeah, you had to buy you could buy a large fry and get a piece, but if they let if if that was the only way for you to get a piece in the Monopoly board, it was a raffle. Huh. But if you could write, there had to be an alternate means. And then the fine print, it's like, if you send a self-addressed stamped envelope to this address, we'll mail you a random piece. Take right. a wild guess if you think that piece is going to be a winner. It's probably right, not right. going to be a winner, but it might yeah, be. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think, I think you, you you said it best when you said we're, we're still trying to do to NFTs what we did to the internet at Web1, which is like, well, I'll just take this and make it a digital. I'll just put the words online and then it's now it's magic. It's like, yeah, but now we do more than that. It's very simple to see now because we lived it. We, we lived through the evolution and the changes. And now we don't even question what we're able to do with things digitally. And it's going to happen again. So don't right. be that person who's like, this is dumb and I'm not going to evolve. It's like, that's fine guy who doesn't want to evolve away from an old thing you will be left with that old thing and you are right. perfectly within your rights to do that but right. the rest yeah 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 shit. yeah do uh be be strict with yourself and tolerant of others you know right. that's the uh yeah all right you ready uh, to do three questions oh wait uh, you didn't ask oh Anything i you didn't get to say um what was i gonna say i i think that's that's good enough. I don't know. Ask more questions later in the comments. That's, like, that's like that. 101. Yeah. Like the, yeah. to say that we're we've covered this and we're done talking about it. And that's nice is ridiculous. But I right, think right. that at least made me go, okay, I got, I got, you know, now, now you have to process it. Yeah. There's a lot to process. Think and cap on. Yeah. We have to think about it. All right. Uh, let's do uh, three questions. <laughs> Three questions uh, brought to you by our friends from Physical Therapy and uh, Balance Centers. These are our friends, like to sponsor the show. If you want to open a PT practice, thinking about selling your practice, maybe make it an NFT. I don't know. Uh, look, know this. On average, a private practice that joins the physical network grows more than 40%. If you want to create one from scratch, you want to sell yours and become a part of a community, we're seeing very lot of parallels here. Uh, check them out online, physicalfranchise.com. They spell it funny, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L franchise.com uh three questions and we'll bring matt back in. there he is uh three questions all right if people wanted to find out more about the topic where would you send them if they were like nodding along enough where's step one right uh so uh nader n-a-d-i-r has a nice uh post if you just write what is web 3.0 and then nader n-a-d-a-r-i-r uh, Google will say like, did you mean whatever though? You know. <laughs> um, so that, that's a nice article. Just I have the idea of web one, web two and web three. Got it. I think that's a nice base. Um, I was saying like, same question, but a who, who is someone the audience would want, which should follow to pay attention because they got a good handle on this. Right. So NFT world, I would follow Zeneca underscore 33. Um, and he's got great content. He runs an alpha group uh, for NFTs. Um, so in other words, like what's going to be happening. So he's got his finger on the pulse. Um, I wrote down some stuff. So, uh, these are Twitter handles, by the way, um, punk six, five, two, nine. Um, it gives you good insight into the space in general. Um, zero X quit and 
Richard, Richard with an E. Um, they both do good technical analysis. Um, if you're like into like the coding or like, is it a scam or like what, what's happening with behind the scenes? Um, you can follow the, the meta health meta with a three, uh, for an E or the healthies NFT. If you think like some of those ideas sound interesting, not affiliated, but yeah, I think it's great ideas. Um, you can follow me if you want, Matt, and then dancers with no vowels, um, and then crypto mores if you think that that's an interesting idea um like thought leader philosopher wise like naval is he's kind of ahead of the curve uh naval yeah. ravikant i think he's at naval on twitter but he's also Definitely. everywhere kind of um that's that's plenty cool uh if you were to wrap it up in like an idea or thought why would why should people care about nfts in the intersection of this in their life or this in their profession or any of that um I think it's one, it's fun to think about the possibilities. Totally. It's, it's fun to be on the front edge of maybe like what humans are thinking about doing. And um, what we do get caught in a little bit is not realizing how much better things could get. Like you could have an amazing uh, PT practice, but it could be even more amazing than that. Right. And you could have an amazing skill set or business or relationship with your wife or spouse but it could also be even better, but it could also be even better than that. Like, but even better than, and just, you can keep going. Yeah. Turtles all the way sometimes down. these, yeah, these new, the, some of these new things are kind of inspiring. That's it. Like, I don't know what the, the future is going to be or whatever, but like, if you're curious about it, it could just be whatever you want to make it. And you're in charge of uh, four fifths of that. I don't know. So NFTs could be part of that. Um, uh oh, I froze. Did we go the whole episode and then I came back? <laughs> Here you I, are. I lost you. There you go. <laughs> I was saying, I was, I was listening. I was saying, the, and again, the distance between what you want it to be and what it could be is like, you know, is zero. It's just, it's the distance of two hands clapped together. That's pretty much it. Yeah, it's not too far off. It's not too far off. All right, last thing we do on the show is called the parting shot. All right, this is where you get to tie it up with a bow, right? Parting shot brought to you by our friends, the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapy. I mean... They sell independent study courses. I see courses and access to those things, right? Imagine you bought an NFT that said for your entire, the rest of your entire career, we'll give you all the CEUs that you need to keep your license, whatever, like access to it. Like that's a slam dunk and a half. I don't know. Uh, find them online at orthopt.org. They've got their leading course, which could be an NFT or an NFT could give you access to it. Current concepts of orthopedic PT as people get closer to their decision to take that OCS exam. Matt, uh, parting shot for today's episode. How would... What would it be? Soapbox moment. What would you do? Oh, man. Soapbox moment with this wonderful audience this is my favorite audience that I've ever had, um, which is great. Um, so in general, one, think about what digital ownership could mean to you. Uh, would it benefit you personally? Could it benefit the people that you want to help? Do you have an idea that where, let's say you and a PT, you want to help 500 people? You set it at 500. How many people could you real realistically interact with? What would you want to do with those 500 people? Would you charge uh, for this? Would you want to um, 
charge more or less, provide value through this NFT technology, or do you just want to buy low, sell high, and do the market? I think that reaching sort of inside yourself, finding out what you want to give, you can use this technology to sort of express yourself. There are hungry people out there that would just interact with you just because it's an NFT and they think that's interesting. Um, so anyway, yeah, I think NFTs can be part of what you want to give. Um, and it really creates an interesting community of people that are actually bought in and then you're, um, you're sort of bought into them as well. Community. Yeah. It sounds like it's, 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 it's really at the root as an opportunity to exchange access to people and ideas. And those, that's the ultimate currency, right? Time is people spending time with people and ideas. Uh, Matt, I appreciate it. Check this, the show notes. What are we putting in the show notes? We're putting something in there. Oh, so yeah. So I wanted to be practical a little bit. So if you want to get into NFTs first, you need uh, cryptocurrency. So you can, uh, the idea was, I just wanted to tell my story real quick. He's kind of, what I did was I bought Bitcoin and Ethereum. Uh, I did so through Coinbase. There are plenty of uh, like uh, services out there that you can buy cryptocurrency. I just use Coinbase. Um, if you want to click the button in the show notes, uh, it's just my like personal referral link for like $10 of Bitcoin if you use it, Yeah. Um, which is nice. So get used to buying cryptocurrency do that for six months don't do anything else just buy watch it go up or down how do you like that is that fun is it stressful and then i would watch the nft market for a little bit and then you'll need this practical piece you'll need to get a metamask wallet uh to buy ethereum and then start using it on web3 platforms um that's basically your ticket. That's your, you know, how normally you sign it to a website and you need your right. email address and name and whatever, date of birth. MetaMask wallet is your ticket into everything Web3. It's sort of like your connections, where your, uh, your money is, where your NFTs are. So stepwise order, if you're interested, I would go slow. I would yeah, yeah, yeah. just get a, get a brokerage, uh, you know, like Coinbase, for example, um, and then watch it. Watch it for a long time. Don't worry about missing out. You're not. It's coming around. It's fine. And then watch the NFT market. Follow those people on Twitter. See what you think. And then go for MetaMask, Web3, buying stuff and see how you do it. We, 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 we say lifelong learner. I feel like this is, this is something that's going to be around in some way, shape, or form. So do you have to learn it all in one day? No, you're probably not going to. But uh, it's going to be there. And, and the cool part is the audience will decide. I, I really do think that that's the funnest. That's the, that's the best part. Right, right. Uh, Matt, I appreciate you walking, baby stepping me through this. That was good stuff. Yeah. 68 minutes ago. <laughs> you have great questions. So you're good at like formulating like the ideas. Good job. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, they said the best conversations happen at happy hour. Uh, thanks for coming to ours. Like what you hear? Tell a friend or leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. The show today is brought to you by the Brooks Institute of Higher Learning, an innovator in providing advanced post-professional education. The Brooks IHL offers seven on-site PT residencies, including orthopedics, women's health, geriatrics, pediatrics, sports, and neurology.
as well as a Neurologic OT Fellowship, a competitive OMPT Fellowship, and a Speech Therapy Clinical Fellowship. Therapists that complete a residency or fellowship through the Brooks IHL will markedly advance their knowledge and skills in a specialty area of practice. Learn more about how a residency or fellowship can help you advance your professional development at brooksihl.org. Our home on the internet. PTPintCast.com Created by BuildPT BuildPT provides marketing services specifically for private practice PTs From website development and hosting Providing content marketing solutions For PT clinics across the country See what BuildPT can do for you today At BuildPT.com The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO Jim McKay and CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com.